the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. We're going to play a, a little music later on in the show. Uh, that's the recorded aspect, in case you're wondering. But we are here. We're live and local. Uh, Ron Block is going to join us. And, uh, boy, he's got something to tell, doesn't he? Ron Block from Allison Krauss and Union Station. I never heard of him. Did you? Uh, I, I never knew his name, not a single time. I feel the worst for it. He's won 14 Grammy Awards. What the heck? 14 Grammy Awards. That's and wild. was part of my favorite soundtrack of all time, which is Oh Brother, Where Art mm-hmm. Album of the Year, Oh Brother Was. Uh-huh. The heck? Yeah. Look forward to talking to Ron. That's during the five o'clock hour. I'm a man hour. of constant sorrow. <laughs> Don't you love that song? John Tataro, George Clooney. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What a yeah. great... Soggy bottom boys. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes, they are. Very much so. Boys, it's hot in this yeah, studio today. Beautiful outside, but yeah, man, oh it, man. It's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Gary Dixon, operations manager, brought a thermometer into the studio because he's trying to make sure that operations are running smoothly. Right there. There it is. Uh, currently at 80 degrees uh-huh. here in the uh, ride home studio, mm-hmm. which means it has to be 90 in our office. Easily. Right? Right. I, I mean, mean, it's... It's incredible. Sweating gumballs, right? Something like that. Yeah, because it's it's holy. I can't figure out what is happening. Anyway, coming up on today's show, there's a new uh, Giant Eagle Complex coming to the Shadyside Highland Park area. There's a lot of grocery stores over on that side of town. Yeah, I mean, what is going on? Right? I mean, there's Whole Foods, Trader Joe's. uh, uh, Target. There's also a Giant Eagle not that far from the new one that's going to be built. So, yeah. If you need some groceries, that's a good part of town to be in. Also, the Bible keeps record of trauma, but is the trauma informed? We'll be talking to Nate Brooks about that in the 5 o'clock hour. Also, 42% of Gen Z diagnosed with a mental health condition. Hmm. Does that surprise you? No, it doesn't surprise me. I don't know. (laughs) Not even. doesn't surprise me even a little bit. Um, Also, what do you think was inside an apartment in Paris that was abandoned for 70 years? How does this happen? I can't wait. I don't want to know anything about okay, it. I'm super excited about that. How does that. that even happen? That's all coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. In the 4 o'clock hour, mm-hmm. um, newly discovered photos of Crystal Knox. They are really... Uh, Crystal Knox is with the, what, the, the, the Night, Night of, of Broken, broken Glass. Glass. Yeah. Omi Coke. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's ex- exactly right. Uh, so, boy, they've... That's really something. Yep. I was just looking at those in the last couple of minutes. So we'll talk about that in the four o'clock hour. And as uh, we said, Ron Block is going to be with us in just a little bit to talk about his unbelievable career in country music. He's one of the preeminent banjo players in America right oh, now. Smokes. And he's written a new book uh, called Abiding Dependence. Very so, nice. I, I don't know how that can all possibly fit into two hours. John. It can. We do it every day, Kath. Do can. we not? Yeah. No worries. This is what I we mean, do. I mean, I was just here yesterday, it's my so life. I do think I did it. It's your life as well. So I start. Let me just say that I print out on both sides of my paper. Mm-hmm. You know, just because I'm, I'm trying to you know, make the most out of it. <laughs> I mean, our, super, I our supervisor mocked me only minutes ago for it. Well, I, 
everyone does what their conscience determines that's mm-hmm. best for the environment. <laughs> Right. I mean, that's good. I'm glad. Thank you. I had a stack of uh, paper in my office that was one side only, and uh, I just had to get rid of it. Ditch that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm not right. good. You know, you're saving saving paper. <laughs> they grow back. Yeah, they kind of do. They right? cut a tree down. They they yeah. plant another one. Yeah, it's specifically for it's paper. It's a renewable uh, resource. Right, paper trees. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't you know paper trees? Yeah. Right? It's good. Mm-hmm. All right. But you're prepared. I'm still doing it. As I don't always. Care what you no, that's say. fine. You go right ahead. No, that's, good. The be- that's the beauty of it. I'm, yeah. You know, you can mock me as much as you want, but it's not going to stop No, me. of course. You're, you're a woman on a mission. I There's sure no am. doubt about that. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's speak into the mission. Uh, heavy duty news day. Wall, uh, Wall Street's all excited. Yeah, yeah. up a thousand points. Yeah, very nice. That's okay. good news. So let's take a look at the national news or the world news. And uh, maybe a weird pet story as well, like we always do. <laughs> Kath would. is here with the top four at four. For Thursday, November 10th, 2022, number one, a section of the destroyed space shuttle Challenger found at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of Florida. That, of course, is more than 30 years after it broke apart, killing all seven people aboard. A TV documentary crew looking for the wreckage of a World War II aircraft found the artifact. Uh, divers noticed a, quote, large human-made object partially covered by sand. Uh, the discovery is one of the biggest pieces of the spacecraft ever found, said Michael Cianelli, a NASA official. The shuttle broke apart 73 seconds into its flight on January 28, 1986, and disintegrated 46,000 feet above the ocean off the coast of Cape Canaveral. Where were you when that happened, John? I was. I know exactly where I was. I was in my apartment in Astoria, Queens. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, a friend called me and said, hey, turn on the TV set. And uh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was in photography class. What? Uh-huh. The University of Pittsburgh? Mr. Uh, no, in high school. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mr. Brown. So, and what happened? Did Mr. Brown break through and say, we got something going they, on? They it came over the last The PA system. Yeah. I mean, that was the, that was, uh, the teacher of the year. That was a really big Krista deal. Krista McAuliffe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those poor people. And the discovery comes weeks before the History Channel's documentary about the spacecraft. That's coming out on the 22nd. Okay. How about that? The Challenger. Number two. InfoWars host Alex Jones and his company were ordered by a judge to pay an extra $473 million for promoting false conspiracy theories about the Sandy Hook school massacre, bringing the total judgment against him to $1.44 billion. I mean, it's absolutely the court recognized, quote, the intentional, malicious and heinous conduct of Mr. Jones and his business entities on his show yesterday. Just yesterday, Jones called the award ridiculous and a joke. He said, well, of course, I'm laughing at it. It'd be like if you sent me a bill for a billion dollars in the mail. Oh, man, we got you. It's all for psychological effect. It's all the Wizard of Oz. When they know full well the bankruptcy's going on and all the rest of it, that it'll show what I've got, and that's it. And I have almost nothing. So he did declare bankruptcy before the judgments yes. came down, right? Yeah. Eight victims, relatives, and the FBI agent testified during the trial. It went on for more than a month, I think, John, about being threatened and harassed for years by people who deny the shooting happened. And, of course, those people are listening to Alex Jones and his crazy rants. 
Number three. Many shoppers, John, trading down to less expensive clothing and accessories, according to the Wall Street Journal. They're swapping their Lululemon leggings for unique low and expensive stuff that you could buy maybe three years ago and afford that you're now buying at Target. Mm. As inflation eats into disposable income, and of course the stock market is up and down a lot of things. Anyway, the downshift is raising concerns about the holiday season, which is going to start in just a couple weeks. It's usually a time that someone might splurge on a thing. Mm-hmm. It might be an expensive bag right. or a piece of, of luggage. It might be, you know, a pair of boots. It might be a nice hat. And they're wondering what's going on. Uh, one woman interviewed who works at a jewelry store in San Francisco said, quote, I'm skipping the splurge huh. this year. So okay. the question is whether we'll be doing the same thing. I guess things. the question is, so this is all a preface. You are not getting me a cashmere sweater. Is that the deal? I'm going to go to the same person you bought that scarf from. (laughs) On eBay. They said it was cashmere and you came and it was like plastic. It was like cat hair is what it was. Number four. The University of Pittsburgh has approved plans for a $240 million athletic center called Victory Heights that will include a 3,000-seat arena as well as space for training and sports performance and sports medicine facilities for many of Pitt's student athletes. And that is your top four at four. Victory Heights. Victory Heights. Oh, exactly. Is that the a building that uh, was on the sort of like uh, the, the angle building? Is that where it's going to be? It's, I think it's going to be up uh, above the peat. Oh, way up there. Yeah, way up there. Well, that'll get you in shape just going up the peat. Yeah. Right? Um, it's going to have an athletic performance center for 16 of Pitt's 19 athletic programs. Mm. Um, wrestling, volleyball, gymnastics. They now play at the uh, field house. It's going to be located near the peat at the edge of Pittsburgh's Great. Oakland neighborhood and will replace a lawn next to the peat as well as a parking lot and the Pitt Sports Dome. All right. And uh, your taxes will be going up and so will tuition. Yes. Oh, uh, but uh, don't worry, it's the Performance Center. Offic- oh. <laughs> no, the Victory Center. Oh, uh, Victory Heights. Officials have said they expect the neighborhood to see more than a billion dollars in investment in the next several years. Okay. I'm sure that's comforting to the people who are like up all day long, every single day with pounding construction and oh, oh, yeah. no way to get out right. of the street they live on. And they missed the lawn where, exactly. it, where it used to be. All righty. This is the time to sing the pit alma mater. Look at it. No, I'm getting a little cranky here. Okay. Stop it, okay? All right, we'll take a quick break. Ron Block is with us. He himself, uh, the winner of 14 Grammy Awards. We're going to talk about abiding dependence, living moment by moment in the love of God. That's straight ahead. WORD. Every parent has strengths and weaknesses. How can you use your strength for your child's best advantage? On the next Focus on the Family, moms and dads will be reminded about the great influence you have and how you can work together with your child instead of getting stuck in conflict. Practical parenting advice next time on Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Tonight at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. You've all helped build MyPillow and the incredible company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. It's John Hall. Right now, MyPillow is offering exclusive offers on their bedsheets, their six-piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. 
Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The Giza bed sheets are marked down as low as $29.99. And believe me when I say you'll get a great night's sleep in these. Their six-piece towel set is made with USA cotton, comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Typically retails at $89.98, now just $39.98 with promo code WORD. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bedsheets. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with free in-home water tests from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. TV news. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest. More hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime on any screen, free, 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. Sweet Sound is our next guest, Ron Block. Ron Block is a banjoist, a guitarist, a vocalist, a songwriter. Allison Krauss and Union Station has been with that band since 1991, and Ron has received 14 Grammy Awards for his work with Allison Krauss, Vince Gill, the Old Brother Where Art Thou soundtrack, and also received the Dove Award for his song, A Living Prayer. Ron Block has also written on spiritual musical topics for the Rabbit Room website since its inception in 2007, and here today to talk to us about a brand new release, his book called Abiding Dependence, Living Moment by Moment in the Love of God. Ron, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Our pleasure, Ron. What a career. Holy smokes. Ron, you I settled mean, down, Ron. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm like seriously blown away uh, reading your bio and just uh, I've enjoyed so much of your music over the years without knowing it was you. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes I don't know it's me. Yeah, well, that's I, I'm I'm sure that's true. Uh, talk about the collaboration. You know, as I was reading your book, uh, Abiding Dependence, I was thinking about how you know it's uh, clearly written by someone who knows something about consistency um, in you know practicing as you do your instrument and dependence as being part of a band. So, talk about what that's been like for you. 
just you mean consistency in pl- in practicing or yeah. The, the, yeah, well, in in practicing, it's the everydayness of of picking up the instrument every day that makes me play better. Hmm. So. So, so when I go a few days, and it happens occasionally, I'll have to, have to fly home from you know the UK or whatever, and then I get home, and there's a couple days where I don't play. But when I pick it up again, it's not quite as pleasant. Interesting. <laughs> now, because I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I can still play, but it's it doesn't feel great. Like I love when I play the instrument for it to I pick it up, and then it feels great. It feels good, and it sounds good. And uh, so for me, it's the consistency in practicing, and and of course, abiding is a similar thing. Mm-hmm. If we if we wait and wait and wait and wait to get with God until we have problems, mm-hmm. then it's a heck of a lot harder to dig our way out of the hole we've we've let ourselves fall into. Oh, that's good. That's a great analogy, right? Ron, yeah. you mentioned that uh, in your book, I don't remember where it is in your book, where you said that you you don't like the word devotional because you feel like yeah. it implies some sort of obligation or some part of your schedule, you know, a box you yeah. ha- a box you have to check. And I wondered, like, so you, you, you liken it, I think, to like falling back in, in, like in God's easy chair type of thing. Is that the way you also look at practicing or is, is working on, is, so is, is working on your instrument a joy or is it something that you have to check off? Well, what, I guess what I said in the book is that it's the phrase devotional time. It's like I'm doing my devotional time. It's like I'm doing my practice time rather than I get to go play banjo and guitar for a living. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, like, so there are times, there are many times where, you know, in the morning I go, this again, you know, I don't want to, I don't feel like practicing my banjo. But I go down there. And I and I because I know when I get into it, ten minutes into it, I'm going to be going, "Wow, Earl Scruggs is so good! I'm going to practice, and you know, I'm going to be totally into it." So you sometimes you do have to push past that initial thing, and it's the same with, you know, spending any time with God. Lots of times we go, "Well, I don't have time. I got all the stuff to do. Everything's in my mind." And the best thing we can do is shove all that stuff aside for even for fifteen minutes. That's fabulous. Ron, yeah. I, I always love uh, people's origin stories, you know, how things started. And, you know, you're fascinating. Your dad owned a, a music store in Southern California. That that piece of music we played coming in uh, was called Hogan's House. Uh, talk to us about those early days. I mean, growing up in a music store, you were uh, sort of surrounded by all sorts of different sounds. Yeah, it was a lot of uh, rock and roll, blues, jazz, you know, everything but bluegrass. (laughs) For for whatever reason, when I was, you know, 12 years old, I heard bluegrass for the first time. I mean, I saw it on TV, and all of a sudden I just said, Dad, I need a banjo. Dad, can you get me a banjo? You know, and I'd already been playing guitar for couple of years, you know, just strumming chords, but I didn't really have any direction. Once I found bluegrass, I went nuts for the banjo. In fact, Dad said, I got you a banjo when you were 13 and you didn't come out of your room till you were 21. <laughs> so, so, you know, so, so yeah, so, so, but, uh, but through my teen years, then I, I suddenly had focus and direction mm-hmm. and, and I, and banjo and guitar became sort of parallel tracks all the way through. So I, I played band, I've played banjo and guitar both from the beginning. And I look at them as having sort of different functions for me, but, 
they're equally interesting. And did you find Allison Krauss in Union Station or did they find you? How did that happen? Well, when you, you know, you play bluegrass, it's a jamming culture. And uh, I mean, especially when I was growing up, it's like, you know, I was a kid, teenager going to festivals. And, you know, I would see people like Allison or, and, you know, she wasn't like a big, huge bluegrass star at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was, she was an up and comer. And we all were all in our young bands. We were all kind of the up and coming generation. And we, you know, I'd see Allison or I'd see, you know, Barry Bales or one of the other guys. And I go, hey, your band was killer. Do you guys just come later? And so we'd get together in somebody's hotel room and we'd play for three hours. And so that, that it's that fomenting sort of culture of jamming and hanging out and just being friendly and supportive of each other that created that. And so uh, eventually when the time came for them to get a banjo player, banjo slash guitar player and all the other stuff that I did as well, it made me an asset. And so they picked me to join. Fabulous. So at what point then, Ron, does jamming become worship? Does it, Mm. do you see a delineation? Does that sort of happen organically? I mean, you're surrounded by people who love Jesus and also love music. The two, you know, separate tracks going along the same way until they become one. I I think, I think secular, I think we make separations lots of times between sacred and secular. And I I think, you know, it's the, uh, what's the chariots of fire where he says, I feel God's pleasure Pleasure when I run. run. And I feel that, I feel that I've felt that my whole life when I play Mm. music, when I, when I've practiced and I'm really working like to get my playing to where it feels great and it sounds really good. It's when I get to that space and I play, I feel that pleasure. I feel that sense of God's pleasure. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. So in a jam situation, if it's a great sounding jam i'm just busy having fun and taking joy in it and i and i don't make a separation necessarily of what's worship and what isn't but i do think our simple i think god just like you know with our kids you know if my son is 24 now but you know when he was seven if he was thrilled with something and having lots of joy that gave me joy (laughs) right yeah right of course you know and i i think god god is much more than a human father. So when God sees us taking joy in the life that he gave us to live and the things that he calls us to do, and we get this intense sense of pleasure and satisfaction, I think he takes joy in it. And I think sometimes we put our own sort of like joy killer attitude on things where, oh, you know, I I shouldn't be doing this because it's pride or whatever. You know, we kind of like we kill the joy in things sometimes by trying to be too religious yep. with it. Mm, that's really good. Ron Block is with us. His new book is called Abiding Dependence, Living Moment by Moment in the Love of God. Ron's been a banjoist, a vocalist, songwriter for Allison Krauss and Union Station since the early 1990s, uh, winner of 14 Grammy Awards. Uh, is it a silly question to ask what projects you love the best so far? Uh, which which uh, which Allison projects are overall? Overall, yeah, your life. Well, I, I of course, of course, like you know, I helped create that music we've made with Allison. I mean, well, I was there not at the very beginning of Allison's career, but I came in right at the time where it was starting to take off, and you know, we together, all of us created that music. So I'm, I'm really, I am proud of that music, and I love that music, and uh, but. A, you know, like when you play in a band that long, 
pretty soon, if you're not careful, you can begin playing a role mm. in the band. Sure. And so, so for me, that music is forever home and it's my comfort zone and it's, uh, it's challenging in its own way, but there's, but to go out and make new music and then bring all that confidence back into the band. That's, that's what, that's what now gives me joy. You know, now I can get together with a band with new music that I've made. Not that I, not that I play that way in the band. I do this music with an Irish uh, tenor banjo player and we make these duo banjo albums together, Hmm. full band, but there's two banjos going and one, uh, Irish banjo is played with a flat pick and um, bluegrass banjo is played with finger picks. So I finger pick it. And, uh, and it's just this completely kind of new music that's been incredibly challenging technically. And I've had to learn a lot more about technique and how to play properly on certain kinds of things. So to bring, to, to make that music and then go back and play with Allison in the band, it's, it brings a whole new level of sort of, confidence and joy into that music so it all kind of feeds together i guess we're talking to ron block his new book is called abiding dependence living moment by moment in the love of god ron we're up against a break how about we hold you over and we'll bring you back for more conversation sounds good to me sounds good ron blocks the winner of 14 grammy awards when we get back we're going to ask him about uh oh brother where art thou and of course we'll talk about the brand new book abiding dependence it's next right home This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply just don't like how it works, well, right now during open enrollment is a perfect time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more? They like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the industry. That's double. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for 30 years. It's shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. And here's why now is the perfect time to make the switch. If you join MediShare Complete by January 1st, they will waive your new member fees and you'll save an additional 10% off your first year. That's right. No fee to join, 10% off every month for all of next year. But again, it's a limited time offer. So yeah, you're not stuck. You've got a great option. Call now, 844-47-BIBLE. That's 844-47-BIBLE. 844-47-BIBLE. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive. And getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business, not your competitors, just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com and we'll work with you to create those solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com. Right now, there are young people across the world facing a tough choice. Continue their dream of education or drop out to help their family put food on the table. You can help change their future in a single moment. See how far your support can go at Unbound.org. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. 
Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy show, you will find it archived at secularlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy show. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Choose fresh, local Pennsylvania milk. It's naturally packed with nine essential nutrients, just what you need to power through the day and fuel your body and mind. Milk also builds stronger communities, providing jobs and pumping billions of dollars into Pennsylvania's economy every year. And it all starts with you. Choose PA Dairy, goodness that matters to your family and our communities. Look for labels with PA Preferred or Code 42. Find stores at ChoosePADairy.com. Paid for by the Center for Dairy Excellence. Tonight we'll see some rain from Tropical Rainstorm Nicole late. Until then, mainly clear and mild this evening, low 52. Rain tomorrow from Tropical Rainstorm Nicole. There can be flooding in low-lying and poor drainage areas, the high 65. Periods of rain tomorrow night, some heavy from Tropical Rainstorm Nicole in the evening. Otherwise, plenty of clouds. Watch for flooding, low 42. Mostly cloudy Saturday with occasional rain, high only 46. With your Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. We're talking with Ron Block. Ron is part of Allison Krauss and Union Station, winner of 14 Grammy Awards. He's a banjoist, a guitarist, a vocalist, songwriter. Hey, Ron, let's talk for a second. Um, Abiding Dependence is your brand new work. 40 meditations, living moment by moment in the love of God. Uh, what is it? I mean, I'm sure on the road you've got some time to sort of sit and, and muse about things. Meditations? Uh, this has to be a first for you to sort of delve into a sort of a longer form format and, and, and give praise and worship and, and hopefully direction as people read Abiding Dependence. Yeah, it is uh, my first foray into a longer form. And it was, you know, uh, it was tough at first uh, the just to write an entire book. I've written, you know, I've written posts and things like that on the rabbit room. Uh, for years, but never had to put something together. So I started with the life of Jesus and how he had to operate. And the thing is, he was 100% God, but he was also 100% human. And we often emphasize his deity and not his humanness. Hmm. So he set aside his omnipotence, omniscience, and, uh, um, and his omnipresence to become a man, and he had to operate only by hearing what the Father told him. He had to live just like we're supposed to live. So that's where I start, because he's he's the prototype. He's not just an example, but he is an example. Yeah. Uh, he's not only an example, he's also our life, uh, the life that lives inside of us. But But he lived totally as a human being, and he had to live by hearing the the word of the spirit and see what the spirit wanted to do and then doing what the spirit wanted it to do. So, yeah, it starts there and then it moves out into uh, forays into our identity in Christ. So, Ron, as uh, I was reading the book, I see that there are quotes from uh, George MacDonald, C.S. Lewis. So I'm assuming that those are some uh, heroes for you in the Christian faith. Yeah, I've I've read Lewis. I mean, I was eight years old when I read Narnia. So, 
and I've been I've been reading it on and off ever since mm-hmm. those books. And then through my teens, I worked through his science fiction and screw tape and you know near Christianity. And then in my twenties, I kind of finished most everything except like studies in medieval and Renaissance right. literature. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, a it's a niche like, it's a niche thing that. there. No, I get that. Yeah, that's a niche thing. And then uh, of course Tolkien and uh, George MacDonald. Uh, became huge to me because I started reading him because Lewis quoted him so much. And I've still not gone through, of course, I have the Johannes and George MacDonald, you know, 46 works and 44 volumes, and uh, I still haven't gone through them all, but I've read a lot of them, and several of them I've read over and over. They're just full of life and light, so... What so if those are heroes in the Christian faith, talk about musical heroes. Who do you look up to? Who do you love to listen to now? Well, of course, like as a banjo player, for me, Earl Scruggs mm-hmm. uh, is is prototypical. You know, like he's the prototype of what bluegrass banjo is. And then J D. Crow is another. He was sort of the next generation from Earl. Uh, and I could I could go on and on. There's so many great banjo players that I love to listen to. Uh, a modern one is a guy named Jens Kruger. Hmm. He's a really great, beautiful uh, composes these beautiful melodies. And then I listened I I listened to everything. I mean, just so many different kinds of music. I've I've sort of majored in American roots music and okay. early jazz. Early jazz. I love Christopher Parkening and Andrew Segovia and. Mm. And uh, lots of di- I just I just listen really wide. Uh, lately, I've been really getting into Irish and Scottish and Celtic music. Really, uh, much more much more deeply than I have. Yeah, because I'm playing with. Uh, yeah, they've been playing with Damien O'Kane yeah. for about ten years. So about probably about ten years before that, I was kind of starting to listen to more Celtic music. But just through him, it's it's such a fast becoming such a fast fascination for me. Ron. Uh, you're an amazing writer. I mean, you've written some really terrific songs. And of course, those songs get picked up by, you know, big time stars. What's that like for you when you sit down? Obviously, you're not writing for someone or maybe even maybe you are. But then, you know, through all these permutations, someone picks up that song and you hear your recording, your words, your thoughts, your emotions coming out of someone's mouth or someone's instrument. It's beautiful. I mean, especially Allison has done quite a few of my you know, the gospel songs that I've written, now Living Prayer, and There's a Reason in the Palm of Your Hand, uh, Jesus Helped Me to Stand. She did quite a few, and it's always a joy to hear that because, you know, it's it's sort of like the song optimized. Mm-hmm. You have this amazing singer because, you know, I'm not, I'm not an Allison-style singer, so it's really wonderful to hear somebody that sings at that level um, be able to be able to put the words across in a way mm-hmm. that that people really, really respond to the song. It's, it's just beautiful. Okay. Our time's almost up, but I have to ask you about Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Because it's got to be my <laughs> one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. Clearly, one of my favorite one of, movies. One of my favorite movies of all time. I mean, I'm yeah. a man of constant sorrow. Um, so talk about that project, how, you know, what your role was in that, how you, I mean, it's been how many years? 20 years since it's been oh, out. Oh, yeah, 20, 20 years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so looking, and then when you see the film. Yeah, looking back on it and looking at it now, how do, how do you see it? Uh, it, it was a it was a phenomenon, and uh, I, I mean I remember T Bone Burnett calling all of us, you know, bunch of musicians from Nashville, you know, people I played with at festivals, and I think we all knew each other, and calling us, and we sort of like 
recorded, uh, you know, just sort of the demo stuff uh, at a little studio in Nashville and just hanging out and hearing all the music. And eventually it turned into, you know, record real recording and then the movie. And then we did the Down from the Mountain tour and the sort of what what uh, the Great High Mountain tour. So we did two big tours based on all that music from Oh Brother and Cold Mountain. So so the, the fallout from that in my life was just absolutely incredible because I got so much uh, so much to hang out with lots of other amazing musicians okay. on the road, you know, on those tours. And um, and just, you know, I, I played on two of the, the songs on the record. I played on Man of Constant Sorrow. And then I think it was In the Jailhouse Now was the other one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is George Clooney but, your friend? Uh, what's that? <laughs> I did meet him, and he was super nice. Fabulous. Was really that's fun. what we want to hear. Yeah, that's good. Seriously, yeah, do yeah. You, when you watch the movie, do you, do you laugh? I mean, it's, it's one of the great, it's one of my top five favorite movies ever. It's hilarious. No, there's uh, there's so much good stuff, so many great lines in that movie. And then the other thing, the other thing that's weird is to like, it was really weird at first was to see George Clooney singing and it's Dan's voice, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, right. And of course, you know, Dan Dan told used to tell the story. He said. He said uh, when I he said he explained it to his wife. He said, "Yeah, so I'm going to be singing the part, but when you're on screen, it's going to my voice is going to be coming out of George Clooney's mouth." <laughs> and she goes, "Damn, that's my dream." <laughs> <How> fabulous! <laughs> that's excellent. Oh, that's great. Well, listen, Ron, it's been terrific to meet you. I enjoyed the book so it's excellent much. Doing I really a great want job. to recommend Thanks it. So much. To someone that just wants to take a step back, just as you say, breathe in, meditate, breathe out, yeah. like just take four seconds to breathe, and then maybe yeah. you can, maybe you can catch something uh, important if you take the time. Very good, Ron. We're fans. Thank Thanks for being with us. Thanks so much, John Kathy. I appreciate you. Our pleasure. Thank you. That's Ron Block. Check out the new book. It's really wonderful. Abiding dependence, living moment by moment in the love of God. W-O-R-D. Israel entered captivity because they disobeyed, doubted, and defied God. This week on Through the Bible, a new king, the one Dr. J. Vernon McGee calls the best king who has reigned since King David, takes the throne. Who is he? Well, hop aboard the Bible bus and find out as we journey through the Old Testament book of 2 Kings. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. You were created for a purpose. Geneva College can help you find it, follow it, and fulfill it. As you boldly answer God's call to live faithfully and intentionally in service to others. Together with Geneva, you'll embark on a journey of discovery with professors and peers who are integrating faith and learning, thinking constructively and creatively as you learn to understand your world, develop expertise in your field of study, and find meaning and purpose in your life's work. Ranked one of the best value schools in regional universities north by U.S. News and World Report, Geneva offers over 195 undergraduate majors and programs to help you discover the compelling significance of God's calling. Geneva College, you were made for this. 
Explore what interests you at geneva.edu slash academics. You've all helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. It's John Hall. Right now, MyPillow is offering exclusive offers on their bedsheets, their six-piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The Giza bedsheets are marked down as low as $29.99. And believe me when I say you'll get a great night's sleep in these. Their six-piece towel set is made with USA cotton, comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Typically retails at $89.98, now just $39.98 with promo code WORD. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bedsheets. As believers, we're to be grateful always in all circumstances. Sometimes, though, we focus too much on what we lack. Well, the book, The Grumbler's Guide to Giving Thanks, is written to help us adjust our perspective. It's full of practical tips for establishing a routine of gratitude. You'll learn how to appreciate God's goodness, even through disappointment. Request your copy at truthforlife.org slash donate. There are new photos showing Nazis on the night of Kristallnacht up close and in person. It's an amazing story. Kath, encapsulate a Kristallnacht from a historical perspective. Well, I'm no historian, John. 1938. 1938. um, It's widely considered to be the beginning of the Holocaust. Um, Pogroms. Right, right? pogroms. Um, Pogroms had happened, though, in many different places. areas prior to that um, for a long time. But this was the beginning, I I think, I I would say, of the Holocaust. And um, there were... So for a long time, even when I was a kid, I think, I heard that Kristallnacht was just a... um, Loose. It it was was spontaneous. It was one of those things everybody had just had it with the Jews and they were just sick of it and so they just like... Mobs went out. Let all their, their hatred and frustration just, you know, go out and that's just what happened. But that is not the actual truth. It's not it, the case. Right. No. It, it was orchestrated by the Nazi government. And these photos clearly show that there are people who are in leadership there who were just standing by while, you know, the synagogues are destroyed. One photo shows uh, gasoline being poured on um, on seats in a synagogue and carpeting in a synagogue. Um, another one, there's a bunch of Nazi officials standing there as, you know, uh, windows are destroyed. I mean, I mean, it's so organized. Here's how organized it is. It's Kristallnacht, which means the night of broken glass because of all the destruction that went on. It shows mobs of Germans and Austrians. They attacked, they looted, they burned Jewish shops and homes. They destroyed in that one night 1,400 synagogues. <gasps> they killed 92 Jews and sent another 30,000 to concentration camps. The beginning of the sort of exclamation point of the Holocaust in Germany and across Eastern Europe. And so these photographs, here's what happened. When American forces descended upon uh, Germany at the end of World War II, apparently a Jewish-American soldier found some photo albums 
and took these photo albums for himself. This happened often, right? My own personal souvenir, mm-hmm. so to speak. Sure. And so these, it's been 85 years. These these photo albums were just kept in, you know, a family cupboard all these years. And when this soldier, of course, now a, a deceased man, his heirs went into the house and started to, you know, lose things and separate things from the family. They discovered this photo album and they realized the historical significance of it. So it made its way to the Holocaust Center in Israel. And now for the first time, the Associated Press has released these photos. It shows up close. What's significant about these photos is they are they are taken mostly indoors. In the past, they've been sort of from an outside perspective. But because they're shot indoors, of course, the subjects are very up close. You can see the Nazis. You can see people, the spectators, smiling and laughing yep. at the persecution that's taking place. Um, you think you get used to seeing it all, and then you see something like this. And again, it goes deeper into Jewish persecution, especially today in this world we live in now yes, with talking. the rise of anti-Semitism. When I was looking at these photographs, I think I only saw six of them, maybe. Um, is that all that they were? Spotted, yeah. Okay. That's all that have been released. Okay. Um, I thought a couple things. The first thing was, uh, I can't believe people did this. Mm. That's the first thing I thought. But I've thought that before. Looking at the photographs, um, n- the Nazis look like just normal people. And that's, in you know, in your head, when you're past that era... You're looking back into history. They seem like they would be monstrous or they would, you know, it would it would be. And they're just normal people. It made me it made me think, John, how easy it is to separate. It's always so easy to separate myself and say the bad people are there. Right. Oh, no, those people are bad. I'm sure they didn't think that they were bad. Right. They were doing something noble. It's so much harder to think that it's you. We're all complicit we're all complicit we all have the same darkness it shows itself in different ways yeah. uh but and especially with a mob mentality yes especially and especially with the power mm-hmm. of that authoritarian government i mean it's really incredible the other thing i thought is it just i can't even describe on a family show uh how i felt about this but the joy that these idiots these absolute idiots are taking in the in the burning of these books is appalling. Right. I mean, you, you think about 1938, and of course, the Holocaust has been super, you know, extremely well documented, despite those people who are Holocaust deniers. But to think about what's about to happen, you know, for those next seven years, and the millions and millions of people who lost their lives and the upheaval of World War II. This, in many ways, was the the match that lit the fire. Yep, yep. And they're carrying these huge books out of a synagogue, and uh, these books are very large in size. Okay, so not your normal like eight and a half by no. eleven size. They're large books. They're they're leather bound, and so they look like they're records of some sort. Mm-hmm. They're holy books in some way. So they might be records of congregants. They might be, you know, uh, copies of the Talmud. I don't know what they are, but they were obviously very important the way that, and, and they're being ruined so carefully by, by the Nazis in this picture. It's just, I, I just can't get over it. And you might think, you know, as a believer, as a Christian, what does that have to do with me? 
Well, well the truth is it has everything to do with us. It, it I mean, be. when you think about hatred and religious persecution, and of course, how we are connected as believers in Jesus Christ to Israel and the plight of Jews since since time began, essentially, we are part of this. And so it's a reminder of how desperate people can be and the hatred of Jews in this world. And you have to look no further than today's news. I mean, it's only a click away, the deep and hard anti-Semitism that goes on in this world. This is not fiction. This is the truth. And, of course, we can well document it here in the city of Pittsburgh, the Tree of Life massacre only four years ago. And, of course, with celebrities, Kanye West mm-hmm. and all that brouhaha and idiocy, it still exists. And it will not go away anytime soon. That's why, as a believer of Jesus Christ, we have to be part of the Jewish stand and, and, and say we will not put up with anti-Semitism. These are part of our lineage. Mm-hmm. These Jews are with us, separate in many ways, of course, but part of the lineage of Christ in our lives as believers. And there's 10 guys in this picture carrying these books out of the synagogue to burn. I wonder how many of them, if asked, would say they were Christians. We'll take a quick break. Come back. It's the Thursday edition of The Ride Home. You're listening to Pittsburgh's Christian Talk on 101.5 Word FM, WORD. Hey, stranger. Oh, hi. Thank goodness it's you. I was afraid to answer the phone. Why? What's up? The credit card companies are after me. They want me to make payments, and the calls never stop. Ouch. Been there before, but I got help from Trinity Debt Management. Trinity? Yeah. I called, and right away, Trinity contacted my creditors and got my interest rates cut in half. They ended all the late fees and over-limit charges, and they stopped those annoying phone calls. Bet that was a relief. Yep. Then they put me on a plan that consolidated my bills into one easy monthly payment. That way, I paid off my debt fast while saving thousands. Nice. Trinity even showed me how to plan and meet a monthly budget. So now I'm debt-free for keeps. Wow. Do you still have their number? Sure. Here, write this down and call 1-800-936-5496. Can you repeat that? 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. This is Greg Trzinski from the Original Mattress Factory. As we enter this holiday season, we're reflecting upon what we're grateful for. At OMF, we're grateful for you, our customers. We've been hometown made for more than 30 years, thanks to the support of our loyal customers and the communities in which we operate. We're also grateful for our employees who are committed to providing the highest quality mattresses at a factory direct price. The Original Mattress Factory is wishing you and your family a happy and healthy holiday season and a wonderful new year. Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse is kicking off the holiday season, Saturday, November 19th. It's their Jingle and Mingle Open House. From 10 till 2, enjoy free cookies, coffee, and cocoa as you browse bunches of fresh and fragrant greenery, handmade wreaths, poinsettias, and more. Attend the Make and Take Workshop, win Christmas-themed door prizes, plus games, music, a food truck, and plenty of homegrown holiday happiness. Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse in McDonald at Bedner'sGreenhouse.com. 
I'm Scott from the History Unplugged podcast. History can be a bit of a tongue twister with its weird sounding names of people, places, and things, but it really isn't that confusing. History is the story of who we are and how we comport ourselves while soaring to victory in battles over forts, seaports, and cities that fortunately thwarted the schemes of villains and their blood sports, like the 1415 Battle of Agincourt. It's about legal battles in courts, about the contortion of torts over the retorts of consorts that turned into kangaroo courts. I exhort you to listen to History Unplugged on the podcast player of your choice, and you can listen to it while wearing shirts, shorts, skirts, skorts, or jean jorts. As believers, we're to be grateful always in all circumstances. Sometimes, though, we focus too much on what we lack. Well, the book, The Grumbler's Guide to Giving Thanks, is written to help us adjust our perspective. It's full of practical tips for establishing a routine of gratitude. You'll learn how to appreciate God's goodness, even through disappointment. Request your copy at truthforlife.org slash donate. There's a new uh, development which is going to be coming into the Shadyside slash East Liberty area. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on the former site of the Giant Eagle, which was on Shady Avenue there. Um, and it's going to be called the Shady Hill Center. Uh, in uh, reading from today's uh, Post-Gazette article by Mark Belko, uh, this Giant Eagle Market District uh, is going to anchor a massive redevelopment featuring 231 apartments and a parking garage, um, 36,000 square foot Market District supermarket. So that'll be, it'll be um, a little smaller than the old Giant Eagle, but a little more foodie. Oh, very much foodie. So it'll be foodie, but smaller. Right. The the that giant not, eagle. Not hugely smaller, but no, it's going to be a market district. So you got to be a pretty big store for a market district. Six story mixed use building, five floors of apartment. Yeah, I mean that old giant eagle was just a neighborhood giant eagle, right? Mm-hmm. And, and now there's this gigantic change. A couple of hundred new apartment buildings, eighty percent at market rate, ten uh, percent, uh, you know, the, the sort of an income equality mix. Um, I don't know. The weird thing about that area is that's an exp- that that area oh has exploded. Gosh. No kidding. I was just there last right? week, and it is almost unrecognizable from the way it was ten years ago. Yeah, but there's plenty of shopping over there. I mean, it's like there are other places in the city we think we sure could use a different grocery store, like or a new grocery store. Yeah. I mean, there are places in the city right, that so still... Right, so here there's Trader Joe's right across the street from Whole this, Foods, right across Penn Avenue. Whole Foods is brand new up there. There's Whole Foods, and there's... there's a market district on Center Avenue that's less than a mile away from the one that's being built. Not to mention Target. Right, so plenty of... I mean, and I bet Home Depot has a couple snacks in there. <laughs> yeah, you probably grab a bag of nuts or something if you I had mean, to. I mean, there, there is a lot. Hopefully, uh, according to Echo, which is an affiliate of Giant Eagle, they say that they're going to start construction early next year. Starting with the parking garage, mm. and perhaps the project would be finished in late 2024. Right. I mean, I, that area, that whole Penn Avenue, and I remember whenever Nabisco was there. I mean, yeah. how long ago was that? Was that 25 years or so that was a ago? Long time ago. Right. And now that's all Google, that's all high tech. That's, you know, that, what's the name of that shopping center there where Panera is? Right? Oh, that, Bakery Square. Bakery Square. I never go in there. Do you? That's not very close to where I live. Oh, right. And it's not too far from where I live. Yeah, so I, I don't, I I don't go, often go there. Uh, you know, it's kind of boutique Yeah, that, which, which makes me like it. Yeah, I have no interest. Yeah, okay. I, I, you know, I drive by and go. Uh, okay. I'd like to go. There's a West Elm store I'd like to go. And there's what an is Anthrop- West Elm? West Elm's furniture. Okay. Yeah, and then there's a uh, anthropology store. I believe there still is an anthropology is that, store. Is that clothing? It's clothing and furniture. Mm-hmm. It's both things. Shishi. 
she she for little, sure yeah, she. oh yeah big time mm-hmm. yeah. Eh. i kind of get yeah, not really interested that's fine right I mean, down I the street's target right, right i haven't been there either in a long time right um i would happily uh skip the area just because of its traffic considerations penn avenue's tight yeah, except that there's a Verizon store there on uh, McKnight, or not McKnight. It's not McKnight. It's on Penn Avenue. And if you have to return something related to your, to my, or at least if I have to return something related to my Fios. Your set box. I have to go there. The only place in that's Pittsburgh only, you have to go? Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Really? So that's why I've been there twice in the last, huh. you know, four weeks or so. I mean, here, that's how long I've lived in that neighborhood. There used to be a store there where you'd have to take your phone to, your telephone. Like if you what wanted you to mean? get, it was like a telephone store. If you, oh, I'm, I'm going to upgrade, or my phone, my telephone, my wall unit is broken. <laughs> I'm, my wall unit's right, broken. Right, and I'm going to go get a new phone. Oh, I'm going to upgrade. I'm going to get this, a. Was this in 1940? <laughs> it was probably you know when, it, was this? when I came back to Pittsburgh, probably like 1990. I mean, look, things have changed so quickly. I remember tra- trading in my trading in my old you know black desk phone for a red phone wall-mounted model. Wow, were you excited about that? Oh, are you kidding me? I can't believe it. I looked at that red phone like, I cannot believe how cool I am. What a dweeber. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, um, the Bible keeps record of trauma, but is trauma informed? We'll talk about it with a Christian counselor coming up after the news. It's the Ride Home with Johnny Catholic. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Patriot. With us already news, I'm John Scott. Nicole is now a tropical storm as it continues to batter parts of Florida. Donna Warder has the report. Robbie Berg of the National Hurricane Center says Nicole's winds have come down a bit, but it's still a large storm. That large wind field is still producing storm surge problems uh, along portions of the east coast of Florida, up into Georgia and South Carolina. And then even later today, we'll see some storm surge flooding in the Appalachian Bay area of Florida. Berg says Nicole is expected to continue moving across central Florida, possibly emerge over the far northeastern Gulf of Mexico this afternoon, and then move across the Florida Panhandle and Georgia tonight into Friday. I'm Donna Water. A better day for the Dow. The blue chips now ahead 812 points. This is SRN News. Stock market have you nervous with massive fluctuations? With the impact of inflation, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. But with Vantage Point, you won't have to guess. Text money to 813-813 to find out how you can forecast market trend changes with up to 87.4% proven accuracy. That's right, 87.4%. Text money to 813-813 and find the consistency and confidence you've been looking for in your trading. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. No more guessing when to get in or out of a trade. Text the word money to 813-813. We'll send you a link to our free live training. Protect your hard-earned capital with Vantage Point. Text money to 813-813. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting in, you agree to the terms available at vantagepointsoftware.com slash disclaimer and consent to receive calls and text using automated technology or pre-recorded voice event offers or info by or on behalf of Vantage Point. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text money to 813-813. Train up a child in the way they should go. 
Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Do you have a passion for helping others? Turn it into a rewarding career at LifeSteps. LifeSteps is hiring caring people to make a difference in the lives of individuals with disabilities. Full-time and part-time positions available with opportunities close to home. No degree or experience necessary. LifeSteps offers flexible schedules, paid training, and generous benefits. Make a difference today. Call 724-283-1010 or visit LifeSteps.net. LifeSteps is an equal opportunity employer. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back and bigger than ever. For five years, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle has made it possible for you to win next year's mortgage or rent. This year, we've raised the grand prize to $18,000. To pay for next year's mortgage or rent. Increase your opportunity to win when you enter up to once per day and complete optional bonus tasks. Trinity Jewelers presents the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter today at wordfm.com. Tonight we'll see some rain from Tropical Rainstorm Nicole late. Until then, mainly clear and mild this evening, low 52. Rain tomorrow from Tropical Rainstorm Nicole. There can be flooding in low-lying and poor drainage areas, the high 65. Periods of rain tomorrow night, some heavy from Tropical Rainstorm Nicole in the evening. Otherwise, plenty of clouds. Watch for flooding, low 42. Mostly cloudy Saturday with occasional rain, high only 46. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Portions of the following program are pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, thanks for being with us. Thursday edition of The Ride Home. I was, um, yesterday, on my way uh, to meet a friend for lunch. I was on Green Tree Road, headed towards um, Mad Mex, down at the bottom of Green Tree Road there. You know it? Yeah, Green Tree Road and Cochrane Road. Yes, you know it well. I right? do. We've had many a meal there. We have. You? I like Mad Max. Do you not? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'd like one right now. Yeah. How about the Portobello kind of thing? They no, do? I don't like Hey, I like the Portobello. What? I don't really like Portobellos. What? No, I think they're overrated. I think that they taste nothing, <laughs> nothing like beef. Huh. Not one thing oh, like beef. Gee, I'm sorry I brought it up. And um, huh. I, now now that I'm taking a breath, I feel perhaps I've overreacted. <laughs> it's a little rough. I lost yeah. a little bit of control there, you guys. How do you feel just, about, how about a burrito? <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. Okay, so I was headed Such down topic. Jeez. To, to Mad Max, and all of a sudden, I mean, out of the blue, I lost count of how many police cars blew by me. Blew. I mean, at least 15 police vehicles, unmarked, marked, you name it. They were just headed towards the bottom of the hill. 
Anyway, get close to the bottom of the hill. Police are there, and they stop traffic. And they made everybody make a U-turn and go back whence they came. Now, you knew something was up. Something bad was up. So I called my buddy. I said, where are you? He goes, hey, I'm in the parking lot down here. He goes, I don't, you know, he, he, he sort of confirmed what was going on in his end. There, all this police presence. He said, I, I don't think I'm going to get out because traffic's come to a standstill. So I don't know if I can even leave the parking lot if I want to leave because we just gave up on the idea of us going out to lunch together. Anyway, long story short, you know, my inconvenience, what happened was a poor person was murdered. And I bring all this up because uh, I'm reading a news story today because, you know, you kind of go, what what was that all about? Yeah, what what was happened? the resolution? Did they catch the person that did it? Right. So the story is essentially that uh, Taco Bell down at the bottom there, Green Tree Hill, uh, there's a guy who was the manager of the Taco Bell and the manager got into a, a fight with one of his employees at the Taco Bell. The shift ended and the... The employee left, and you know he put, I'm getting out of here. The manager of the Taco Bell got his coat and followed the other guy out, his coworker, went after the guy inside of a nearby lobby and shot the poor guy to death. So in today's news, in the Post-Gazette and in the Tribune Review and, of course, online, you know they, they talk about the person who was, who was killed. And um, let me find his name here. I don't want to. I don't want to minimize the poor man. The victim is Dorian Carver, thirty-two, uh, from Natrona Heights. And then there's a photograph of the shooter himself. The man turned himself in last night at seven thirty. Now someone's been murdered, and there's a picture of this young man, the shooter, who's I think he's described 23. as twenty-three years old. There's a there's a a mugshot of the guy. And he had been crying. And you think, what happens to people that anger in our day and age turns into murder? I mean, so apparently this manager, this young 23-year-old, he had a handgun in his coat pocket at work, got into an, an argument, left work, and then murders his coworker. And then hours later, he turns himself in. One person's dead, that poor man, the 32-year-old worker's dead, and the 23-year-old man, his life basically is over. He'll be put on trial for murder. I mean, I'm not going to espouse guilt here, but you know, two plus two equals four here. When you see what's happened and what's been told, this young man is now going to spend 10, 20, 30 years in jail. Over what? What's happened to us know. as a society that rage is always just a heartbeat away. Right, and rage is connected to the gun that's not so far away. You combine those two. I mean, I don't know. You you add this to what happened in Brighton Heights last week. Every day. Three days, every three day. days prior to that, we had the shooting on Cedar Avenue where these two women are just, you know, minding their own business, waiting for a bus and end up dead. Every morning you wake up and, and read the paper. And it's another story. And but, someone dies yeah. every day. Yeah. Mostly, I know, and I, and I, I think, are, why? Where's this? Where has this us? desperation come from? That it's just there's some it, there's some shooting death every twenty four hours 
in I, Pittsburgh. I don't get it. It's just how, how has uh, heartbreaking somebody's. And it you know, makes me really mad. But it's just I don't, I don't know. I'm equal it. parts both. You mourn for these guys because you think, what do you? How can you be such a coconut? Why would you destroy your life and everybody's life around you who knows you and loves you in cold-blooded murder? And in literally seconds, everything's changed forever. Your life is over. It's over. You've murdered someone. Of course, their family impacted by all that. The brutality, the stupidity of it. The stupidity of it. it just, I don't understand how how this works. And then, of course, we, we as believers. You pray for peace. I recognize my own anger, Mm -hmm. my own momentary rage, right? It happens to me. And I think, thank God there's God in our lives. All of us are guilty of this, right? All of us carry the scars of the fall. That's what it all is. It goes back to sin. All of us are part of this in some way. We also all love our city. And you you just think, what do we do to build community ties that are strong enough that people value one another and value their lives as opposed to treating them so incredibly carelessly. So it goes back to family, doesn't it? It, go, I don't it goes know back, back it to goes family. Back it goes to. back to what you've been taught. How, right? I know people are trying their best, but man, it's just so out of control. It's, what, what is being taught at home? What's being consumed? What's being talked about? Mm-hmm. What's being worshipped? All that thing. The blackness of our hearts. It's just its a horror to us all. Coming up next, we'll talk to Nate Brooks. The Bible keeps record of trauma. There's one trauma story after another. Yep. Is it trauma-informed? Putting a, uh, a new label on an old story. We'll talk about it next. 101.5 WORD. Next time on PowerPoint with Jack Cram. I believe there is a success habit in the lives of every dynamic believer that I've ever known. And that is this. Give the first moments and minutes of your day to God. Tune in next time for PowerPoint with Jack Graham. PowerPoint, tonight at 930 on 101.5 WORD. Persecuted Christians, they love their enemies and they count it all joy to suffer for the Lord Jesus, but they need your help today. This is Bible League International, and in the Middle East one day, radicals showed up and burned down the house of Nora, nearly killing her and her four daughters, the youngest of which, four years of age, maimed for life with serious burns all over her body. You know what her crime is? Simply that Nora has been leading Arabic-speaking women to Christ, and they need Bibles there in the Middle East. And in Venezuela, a church has been rescuing women, some as young as 12, kidnapped and forced into prostitution by the drug cartel. They have paid dearly. In fact, one of the members was killed, his corpse pulled behind a truck. But I can tell you this group, even though they're persecuted, is focused on pointing these women to the hope of the gospel. They need Bibles. And that's exactly why Word FM and Bible League are teamed up to bless 5,000 Bibleless, persecuted believers with their own copy of God's Word at only $5 a Bible. $100 sends 20. Pray about it and then call 800 Yes Word. 800 Yes Word. 800 Yes Word or give at wordfm.com. You've all helped build My Pillow and the incredible company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO of My Pillow, wants to give back to my listeners. It's John Hall. Right now, My Pillow is offering exclusive offers on their bed sheets, their six piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60 day money back guarantee. 
Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The Giza bed sheets are marked down as low as $29.99. And believe me when I say you'll get a great night's sleep in these. Their six-piece towel set is made with USA cotton, comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Typically retails at $89.98, now just $39.98 with promo code WORD. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bedsheets. How was your drive to school? Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then, someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. There would be a time in people's lives, not that long ago, when something bad would happen and it was best not to talk about it. I think you knew this. This happened right in our family, in your community, where... We don't talk about those things. Oh, yeah. Every trauma was pretty much like that. Silent. Well, yeah, right. right. A silent trauma. Yep. Uh-huh. And then you would get together with your friends or you'd hear about something at school and there'd be, you know, conversation like at lockers or quietly about it. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, with the rise of social media, uh, trauma it seems like it's everywhere. People are willing to share their trauma in ways that heretoforth was never ever discussed it, it sometimes it's shocking when you're on twitter and you're you know sort of scrolling and you read about people's traumas it's like your your their oh. trauma becomes your trauma oh yeah i agree right mm-hmm. we saw a piece in uh, christianity today and uh nate brooks is with us he wrote this wonderful piece the bible keeps record of trauma but is it trauma informed? And uh, Nate, Nate Brooks, he's a Christian counselor, and uh, he joins us today from Charlotte. He's a Christian counselor at Reformed Theological Seminary in Charlotte. And Nate, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. So, trauma informed is one of those new terms that a lot of people might be unfamiliar with. And I can just see people rolling their eyes saying, oh, no, this is another one of those things with like super sensitive people. It's like a, you know, a snowflake adjective to talk about how terrible my life is. I didn't um, understand what it meant the first yeah, time I heard it. Yeah. So uh, so educate us about that. Um, tell us what trauma informed means. And should we be rolling our eyes? Well, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think it's worth recognizing that every single word that we are used to now was new at some point. Yeah, right. And people probably <laughs> yeah. rolled their eyes at it at that, at that moment, too. Right. So just because I mean, even the word Trinity, the word Trinity uh, rolled off of someone's tongue for the first time. And that one's not in the Bible either. And mm-hmm. we seem to think that's a pretty valid word. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, when, when we talk about being trauma informed, uh, what we're recognizing there is that there are certain kinds of events that can happen to individuals that have significant kind of life-altering effects that significantly impact their bodies and their mental processes uh, as well, uh, usually relating to uh, a significant amount of stress. Um, uh, if you're starting to look at kind of 
<clears throat> what 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 uh, what is needed to technically qualify as trauma. We're we're, we're thinking of things that involve uh, possibility of significant bodily harm, uh, death, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And you know, over just over time, we've recognized that there are certain types of uh, things that can happen to people that have that impact that is different than perhaps. Uh, a lot of our other anxieties and troubles. So, Nate, this is sort of a, just a <clears throat> sidebar. Because the language ha- has changed and people are more accepting and open to the language and the experience of sharing trauma, have you seen as a counselor a shift in who comes to see you? Somehow ha- has the patient been more open to come in where before perhaps they weren't trauma-informed so they felt not the need to come in and, and to ex- express the need for counseling? You know, I, I don't know. Um, I think what I can say is that people are recognizing that there is hope and help out there available, mm-hmm. right? I think one of the things that I find myself telling my clients a lot of times is you're not crazy. Mm-hmm. You're not crazy. And um, as as I meet with them for the first time and begin to hear some of their story and hear some of their uh, the impact that that's had on them, I'm able to look at them and say, you know what? I meet with a lot of people that describe those exact same things. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we historically, we haven't talked about it much as a church. We haven't talked about it much as society. Right. And, and so we might recognize that like depression leads it towards difficult to get out of bed in the morning, or you don't have a lot of joy in the kinds of things uh, that you used to. What uh, We're used to kind of the uh, talking about the, the impact or the experience, I should say, of something like depression. And I think that trauma is beginning to be more recognized of, oh, these are, are traumatic symptoms and I'm not alone in them. Right. Okay, so uh, I've been in AA for a long time. And years ago when I was in an AA meeting, somebody said, I'm a garden variety drunk. And I thought, oh, that really that that phrase, I caught that phrase. I'm a garden variety drunk, which meant to me, He's like everybody else. He's like everybody else in this room. So I wonder now with trauma, I mean, all of us in many ways, right, especially in this day and age, we are garden variety trauma victims. Pretty much everyone who's walking to be alive is to share in some form of trauma or another on a sliding scale. Is that fair? I'd say yes and no. Um, So, again, I think when everything becomes trauma, nothing is. Um, yeah. So the way that I like to describe it in my classes is that there are different kinds of trauma or abuse. Um, if we, you know, thinking as Christians, we can say uh, absolutely every terrible thing that happens to us is uh, abuse or trauma mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form in that it should not have been that way. Right. Humanity was not designed to walk right, into this. Right. Thank you. But yet we also recognize that there are things that can happen that are deeply personally violating, that there's a difference between, you know, something like a sexual assault and having someone say a cross word to you or, or honk their of horn at you aggressively right. and things like that. So, you know, when we're, when we're talking about garden variety trauma, I, I, I think I want to push back on the idea that all of us have experienced the kind of trauma that leads to traumatization. Okay, that's good. Uh, that's which fair. Would be, which would be those, uh, which would be those uh, symptoms and such. 
What about, well, first of all, let me say that we're talking to Nate Brooks. He's assistant professor of Christian counseling at Reformed Theological Seminary in Charlotte. And I want to hear um, what you've discovered about the Bible's approach to trauma. I mean, there's a lot of trauma in the Bible. Early on, there it gets, it gets messy fast. Yeah, uh, it's bad. Um, and, uh, you know, I think perhaps we might, in our reading, we sometimes without realizing it, kind of talk about the Bible, uh, Old Testament in particular, as if it's like a fable. Well, you know, when, you know, when that happened, when, um, when, you know, what's killed everybody with a flood. Right. Or, or when, when the walls fell on uh, all the inhabitants of Jericho or when what's her name put the, you know, crushed the tent peg uh, through the guy's temple. Right. I, I mean, they're rough stories. It's important to remember that they're real people. So what does the Bible tell us about what they went through? I think that it's wonderful that uh, these kinds of things are in the Bible. Uh, one of the things I love about the Bible is that it's just a really realistic book about what human beings face. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the Bible is full of all kinds of wonderful promises from God. You think of one of the most uh, famous passages in the Bible, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. Mm-hmm. Even though I walk through the valley of deep darkness, I will not fear because he's with me. You know, the Bible discusses deep darknesses. And if the Bible didn't contain things like you've just mentioned there, uh, how would we be able to know that those valley of deep darknesses was that deep of darkness? Mm-hmm. Right? How will we be able to know that all of God's promises applied, even in the most horrific things? The Bible doesn't shade away, right? I've got, I've got three young kids, and there's th- plenty of passages that I'm just not super eager to read to them right now. Uh, we don't need to talk about those things right now. Right. Um, but, but, but the fact that it, it juxtaposes beautiful promises with deep sorrow shows us that it, the truth that God speaks to us of his fatherhood, his comfort, his transformative power, uh, the beauty of the church being a place that's home for people who have been harmed. Um, all of those things are true in the midst of a pretty savage world. Mm-hmm. So, Nate, uh, there you are as as a Christian counselor. People have an opportunity, right? I've decided to go into, I'm going to go get some therapy. And I have a choice between seeing a Christian therapist or a secular therapist. There is a wide gulf and a huge difference, especially as a believer. Can you talk about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So um, one of the things that I love about being a Christian counselor, especially working with Christians, is that all of a sudden we're able to offer holistic counseling. Right, like if we really believe that we are body and soul, that we're covenant beings who uh, make every move before uh, our Creator God, with whom we're in constant relationship. Uh, trauma doesn't exist outside of our relationship with God, and indeed, a lot of truths about God and God's actual acts towards us as humans are going to be essential for the full recovery of someone from from trauma. Right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine living in a world where all of our suffering is wasted. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the most tragic things Mm -hmm. of of life outside of Jesus Christ. And and me as as a Christian counselor, as a biblical counselor, I'm able to walk with someone and talk to them about their body and talk to them about uh, things like flashbacks and dissociation and nightmares. And I'm able to talk to them about the way they tend to process information and fight or flight kinds of things. And I'm able to talk with them about their soul 
and to be able to talk about how there's a you know there's that 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 God's promises towards them, His comfort, His healing, His aid, uh, that is an essential part of uh, holistic recovery uh, in being a trauma survivor. So then, the Bible itself. Let's go back to where we started. Is the Bible itself trauma-informed enough for this 21st century? You know, I would say that the Bible is uh, entirely relevant, whether it's the 21st century, the 41st century, or however many uh, digits you want to go ahead and throw in there, right? We're never going to uh, exhaust the Bible through our technology. Uh, You know, I think that uh, we wouldn't want to say that the Bible teaches us absolutely everything that's helpful. Uh, You know, when... When I've got one of my clients and they're struggling with intrusive flashbacks uh, and dissociating, uh, where they begin to almost view themselves in the third person, uh, you know, it's, it's it's really helpful sometimes for them to to do even grounding exercises, hold an ice cube to help draw them back into the moment, mm-hmm. right? Things like that. That's not art anywhere inside the Bible. That's something that we've observed that God intends us to observe and watching how we tend to process things. And yet at the same time, <laughs> learning those strategies isn't going to be able to touch the soul. Mm-hmm. And so the Bible is a essential, necessary uh, piece mm-hmm. of being holistically trauma-informed. And yet I don't think we'd also want to say that just using the Bible by itself automatically gives us every tool in the tool belt uh, to be able to care for someone holistically. Hmm. All right. Our time's almost up, Nate, but I don't want to leave without asking um, how you feel Christian counseling is different than, you know, I've had I've gone to four therapists in my life, and each one of them has been a believer in Jesus. Though, interestingly enough, I didn't know that with one of them until I went there. So it wasn't like that was a like a you know preconceived requirement, intentional, right? An intentional thing. Um, and so, uh, and so, I've just I valued that a lot. I also know a lot of really excellent therapists that I've heard good recommendations are who aren't believers. So what's your read on that? You know, I, I have a friend uh, once who became a Christian while sitting in a Mormon service. (laughs) That's cool. And I am so thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah. And yet my primary recommendation, if you want to meet Jesus, isn't to go to the Mormon service. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And that, you know what, if we're able to find, if you're able to find someone who can treat you holistically and point you to Jesus, that's always going to be superior. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Amen to that. Hey, Nate, uh, the peace in Christianity today is spot on, and we really appreciate uh, our conversation with you. Thanks for being with us. You, you helped guide us through some, some odd and difficult things. So thanks so much. Uh, thank you so much. Our pleasure. We've been talking uh, to Nate Brooks. He's a Christian counselor at Reformed Theological Seminary in Charlotte. The Bible keeps record of trauma, but is it trauma-informed? You've all helped build MyPillow and the incredible company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. It's John Hall. 
Right now, MyPillow is offering exclusive offers on their bed sheets, their six-piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The Giza bed sheets are marked down as low as $29.99. And believe me when I say you'll get a great night's sleep in these. Their six-piece towel set is made with USA cotton, comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Typically retails at $89.98, now just $39.98 with promo code WORD. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bedsheets. It's a very common fear to have a fear of the dentist. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock. Voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. I feel particularly drawn to making sure that all patients are at ease. That extra gentle touch, the extra nudge to tell them it's okay, we'll get through this together. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Meet Brad. Brad's hard at work, or at least his website is. Ever since he added live chat with Salem Surround, Brad's customers are getting their questions answered 24-7. Website purchases have gone up 35%, and they're over three times more likely to buy from him again. No bots, just real people helping real people. Live chat, one of the easiest, most affordable ways Salem Surround can increase your business while you do other things, or nothing at all. Ask us how at surroundpittsburgh.com. I think we can all agree that every moment at Eden shaped us and impacted who we are right now. The faith modeled by teachers at Eden Christian Academy has a profound impact on students' lives. We carry with us more than the academics, but a strong, Christ-centered foundation. I would just like to thank my teachers, my mentors, my family members, and my friends who have done the best they could to help me in this next phase of my life. Eden Christian Academy, enrolling pre-K through 12th grade at EdenChristianAcademy.org. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Hear that sound? It's priceless. Because in every heartbeat, there's information that could change the way we think about heart health. Heartline is an app-based research study from Johnson & Johnson in collaboration with Apple, where you can share your heart information and earn rewards for completing study activities, building knowledge that could advance heart health for everyone, beat by beat by beat. If you're 65 or older and have an iPhone, you could be eligible to take part. Go to heartline.com visit to learn more. The Heartline Study. Know your heart. Tonight we'll see some rain from Tropical Rainstorm Nicole late. Until then, mainly clear and mild this evening, low 52. Rain tomorrow from Tropical Rainstorm Nicole. There can be flooding in low-lying and poor drainage areas, the high 65. Periods of rain tomorrow night, some heavy from Tropical Rainstorm Nicole in the evening. Otherwise, plenty of clouds. Watch for flooding, low 42. Mostly cloudy Saturday with occasional rain, high only 46. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? I just saw a picture of it. Mm. Christmas trees before Thanksgiving. No. Okay, who sent us the giant eagle Christmas trees? Gary. My wife took the picture this afternoon. I mean, there they are. They're probably three feet high, all, you know, arranged very nicely Mm -hmm. outside the giant eagle. They look pretty. It's what, November, was it today the 10th? 
What the heck? It's. Does that make any sense? No, it doesn't. Thank you. By Christmas time, no sense. They're going to be brown, and it's just going to be a little Charlie Brown tree. So what do you get? So does that mean you're going to get three trees? You're going to get one for now. You're going to get one starting what November what thirtieth, and then another one December tenth. I somebody saw somebody on social media that uh, was showing themselves in front of their tree the other day. Oh my it's goodness. already up, decorated. That's everything. Right. Come on, please. Yep. I don't even have a tree. Oh. I gave you know I gave my tree away last year because we were doing home construction. I didn't have any place to put it. Are you going to buy a tree? Well, I'm going to have to buy tree. a tree. So I was worried because in you know, the last year, last two years, the tree. Now there's a turkey shortage. Now there's a tree. There's a Christmas tree oh, shortage. Oh yeah, right. I think last year I spent more than a hundred bucks. Really? On a Christmas tree, I was like, what am well, I doing? I was this looking is crazy. at an artificial tree last night. Doesn't make night. any sense at all. It's like five hundred dollars. Oh come on! I'm not going to spend five hundred dollars. Seriously, on an I'm going to buy tree, one of those little. I? I don't know. How about my mom, you know... The oh, little plastic one? It was kind of ceramic. Yes, and it had the little colored yes, lights exactly. on the outside. My grandparents <laughs> had the same tree. Yeah. Okay, so Christmas trees this early. Of course, it does not make any sense at okay, all. Okay, good. I'm all glad right. we agree on that. Okay, I'm driving into work today. I was in... I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm living in, in the city, and I'm... The aforementioned in Penn Avenue. There's some guy on an electric scooter. The poor guy. I'm seriously... I almost... I scared me. Yeah, you I almost, almost took you him almost out. hit him. I did. Yep. Almost. Right. Do those electric scooters no. make any sense? No. What is the deal? No. There? Or how about the electric bikes? Okay, that's worse because you see them on a bike and you assume it's some kind of bike. That, well, you assume that they're like if you're both going up a hill, right? You assume you and the car is are, you're going to outpace the cyclist. Yeah, he zooms ahead. He zooms ahead. Or just get. A, I want to be really listen. I love bicycles, but on the street, it just and seems that's like not a cheap a real bicycle. thrill. Of course, no, they're not. not they, you know, they're bold because they think, oh, I'm, I'm motorized. I can match your speed. Right. It's really dangerous. It's really dangerous. Just, what about the whole me. thing where you can just leave them wherever? Oh, they just dumped on some sidewalk somewhere. So you just, like, leave them in the middle of the right, sidewalk. Right. What's, some guy in a truck drives by and picks them up, I guess. Why did somebody think that was a good I idea? Don't know. The city's doing it. So much for, like, put it back where you got nope, it? Like, no. we can't do that? Put your We're toys just gonna, away. Like, nothing? All right. Doesn't make any sense. Neither do Christmas trees on November 10th. No one should be having a Christmas tree on November 10th. It's real crabby. 101.5 WORD. What happens when you open God's Word every day? I'm Alan Jackson, and I have the privilege of joining you every weekday here on the radio. I see the transforming effect of God's Word daily. Lives are changed because His Word gives us insight for the challenges we face and encouragement in our walk with the Lord. Join me and let's see what God has in store for us today. A fresh look at Scripture, weekday mornings at 9.30. Alan Jackson Ministries on 101.5 WORD. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse. Do you have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods? Then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724 228 
From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm fresh catering from the Springhouse. You were created for a purpose. Geneva College can help you find it, follow it, and fulfill it. As you boldly answer God's call to live faithfully and intentionally in service to others, together with Geneva, you'll embark on a journey of discovery with professors and peers who are integrating faith and learning, thinking constructively and creatively. As you learn to understand your world, develop expertise in your field of study, and find meaning and purpose in your life's work. Ranked one of the best value schools in regional universities north by U.S. News and World Report, Geneva offers over 195 undergraduate majors and programs to help you discover the compelling significance of God's calling. Geneva College, you were made for this. Explore what interests you at geneva.edu slash academics. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back and bigger than ever. For five years, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle has made it possible for you to win next year's mortgage or rent. This year, we've raised the grand prize to $18,000. To pay for next year's mortgage or rent. Increase your opportunity to win when you enter up to once per day and complete optional bonus tasks. Trinity Jewelers presents the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter today at wordfm.com. The story I saw about these new wheelchairs in public parks, national parks, state parks, and these are just not any kind of wheelchairs. So the story starts off, there's a, a guy named Corey Lee. Uh, he is wheelchair, uh, he must use a wheelchair in his life. He's been, he's visited, this is so cool, 40 countries on seven continents. Wow. All He was in Antarctica in a wheelchair. Wow. But... He lives like 15 minutes from Cloudland Canyon State Park, and his wheelchair would not work in this state park. Well, now, this in Georgia and in states all across this fine United States, people are buying these like all-terrain wheelchairs that provide people access. Look at this photograph. They look like little miniature tanks. Yeah, they right. have these big like treads on them. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. then there's people who could never venture out into the wilderness. I love that. And they're free to go and explore. And it's fabulous. So later on in the article, of course, they're talking about all these different states, South Dakota, South Carolina. You know, I love myself some beach. Here's a guy in a wheelchair, one of these like all terrain vehicles. On the beach. On the beach. Isn't that wonderful? And you know, you never see anybody yeah. who's disabled Listen, on the beach. If you're ever, if you have someone in your family who's in a wheelchair, the beach, I, I never considered that until that was a reality in my family. Yeah. But you the, just can't go. You just can't. No. There's no way to, there's no way to make it work. And even for someone who has a hard time walking, right. even if they're not wheelchair bound, but they, st- it, the well, beach, you just yeah. sink. You know how that it's is. If you've got it's bad legs on the diffi- beach. It's too difficult to navigate. Right. So, the, so this is super cool. The, the technology has altered. They look like, um, really, that's the best way I can describe it. These sort of like tank tracks. They're wide. 
Yep. And they got the big sort of like rubber flaps. Like, like a tractor. And they dig in. Yeah, yeah they mm-hmm. really dig in. And of course, you know. Yeah, you're right. It's more like a tank. Yeah. And, you know, they're using the joystick. And you can go anywhere now, basically anywhere other than, you know, upside of, of a cliff or something like that. But they're That's expensive. That's really wonderful. Uh, yeah. They're pricey. Um, somewhere is in, in the upwards of six figures. But I mean, six figures? Some of them, yeah, sure. I mean, you look at all that technology. It's a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Look at this, these things. I mean, they're just gigantic. They're super cool. How can that be a hundred thousand dollars? I don't know because of the technology. It's a lot of money. It's but it's super. Look, could you put a price tag on on your mobility? No, but most people who are in a wheelchair can't afford a hundred well, grand no, to go to a state park or no. a beach. Right. Well, here's the deal. It's government tax money. You know how that works. So, so what? Those are paid for by taxes. Mm-hmm, I yeah. missed that part of the story. Mm-hmm, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. States. Okay. States and the federal government okay, well, as well. All right. Wow, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm, okay. Speaking cool. of state parks, I saw this um, article in Best Life Online dot com. What's Best Life? Is that something you read all the time? I have to be honest. It's your Best Life. I don't life believe now. I've ever been on this. It's Joel before. Osteen's magazine. <laughs> I'm not really sure what it is. Anyway, there's a story about TikToker Katie Sigmund, TikTok. who's apparently I, I'm not on TikTok, but she's known for her pranks, several of which are golf related. But bringing her act to a beloved national park apparently was a bad idea because now she's facing criminal charges. Because in a video she posted on October 26th, she stands in front of. Um, the Grand Canyon, and she takes a swing at a golf ball. Oh, Her club breaks in two, and part of it plummets into the Grand Canyon. She turns to face the camera and demonstrates shock. Like, oh my gosh, how could that possibly have happened? But park officials didn't think it was funny, and they got hacked off and posted a statement on social media mm-hmm. criticizing her video, and then the police got involved, mm. and then it all... Anyway, Fell park apart. officials wrote on Facebook last week, quote, do we really need to say, don't hit golf balls into the Grand Canyon? Throwing objects, they said, over the rim of the canyon is not only illegal, but it can also endanger hikers and wildlife who may be below. Now... If there is any good news in this really silly story, she actually took her video down. Um, but Mia not. Culpa. Did but, she apologize? Well, I haven't seen it, but she has been criminally charged for her actions. Yikes. She faces three misdemeanor counts of littering, creating a hazardous condition, and throwing objects over the canyon rim. So she'll be fine. It it's another one of those sentence. reasons. It's that it's just social media makes us so stupid. Okay, here's another one. Two two residents from Elko, Nevada, have been sentenced to prison. This was just uh, yesterday, two days ago. Uh, This is on uh, hyperallergic.com, which is also a site. That's one of your favorite sites. They've been sentenced to prison for spray. Who does this? Spraying graffiti on sacred rocks depicting ancient petroglyphs at White River Narrows Park in Lincoln what? County. What? They tag their names Listen, on like these ancient... Listen, so these two guys are 28 years old. Come on, you guys. It's not like you know they're 12 or something. They're right. 28 years old. They were sentenced uh, last Friday, three years after they tagged themselves, mm. Kluwer and Valor in bold letters at several sites at White River Narrows in 2019. Wait, what's Kluwer and Valor? Is those that their, their names? Yeah, those They're are their tag names. names. Mm-hmm. Well, you little hipster. I mean, isn't that... They're going to go to jail. Perhaps most glaring was a large 20-foot-long graffiti mark that appeared on a rock face with petroglyphs. And so... 
And don't don't. <laughs> this is what I mean about the social media thing that makes us all dumber. Uh, one of the convicted men posed in front of his work for a photograph. Good, good job. Okay, so I do not know, you know, graffiti culture, right? The tagging culture. Mm-hmm. But from what I understand is, if something, um, like you, you know, the uh, pirate uh, uh, mural down on Second Avenue. The pirate mural. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, you're on Second right, Avenue. Yeah, it's yeah. right there. You know, you could drive right sure. into it if you're not careful, right? So I'm always happy to see that because no one has ever tagged that. Now that pirate mural is like all the Pittsburgh pirate greats from inception of the ball club through present day, pretty mm-hmm. much. Although <laughs> there really hasn't been many good pirates <laughs> no, this present day. Okay, we're just taking a little nap right. there. <laughs> right, but all those years that's been there, and it's been there a long time, probably 15 years. No one has graffitied that. So apparently the unwritten rule is, you know, something like that, your tag has to improve what's the pre-existing thing. So if there's like a blank wall and I put my tag there, well, I've made it better because it was just blank before. Right. But if there's something there already, like the pirate mural, then, or, then you don't touch it. Or you mean some something that was created by someone who lived here Long like, some some native dweller yeah. who lived here long before thousands Christopher Columbus ever ago. showed up, and they don't deserve to have their art left alone. So I wonder if you tried to remove the graffiti because there are ways to remove graffiti. Of course, you would also ruin the ancient markings. Well, I yeah, I obviously can imagine that's a concern. It doesn't say anything about that in in hyper allergic. You know, my first foray into this website, so I'm really sure how they right. operate. Is that a really – maybe the story's not – maybe it's just fake news. Uh, hyperallergic? Yeah. No, because I saw it several days ago. Okay. I mean, I saw it in several different places, pardon me. Um, it, it says uh, Jason Frierson is the U.S. attorney for the District of Nevada. He says, no restitution or repair can undo the damage done by those uh, who would uh, vandalize such a sacred historical site as White River Narrows. Um so one guy's going to serve six months and a day for a misdemeanor and a felony violation of the Archaeological Resources Protection Act. The other guy will serve four months, followed by eight months of home confinement mm-hmm. for a misdemeanor. So what? That's like just ego, right? Whether it's TikTok or That's someone tagging, reason. it's like, just look at me, look at me, look right. at me. I mean, this is prehistoric art. Right. I mean, I, I don't even know how old it is. I can't. I'm not. I have no concept of how old that is. Prehistoric, but it's a whole lot. It's, it's a whole lot older than any of us. And I mean, it's just. What's really the guy's depressing. name? Cluer. Cluer. And Valor. <laughs> Made or, your mom proud, Cluer. Didn't yeah. you? Hmm. Anyway, right. so these are the things you don't do at a national park. No, you do not. Okay. No. What What you do is enjoy. The God-given gift Please. of beauty. That's all. Anyway, when we come back, what do you think was inside an apartment in Paris that was abandoned for 70 years and just recently opened? We'll talk about it next. Right home. You've all helped build MyPillow and the incredible company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. It's John Hall. Right now, MyPillow is offering exclusive offers on their bedsheets, their six-piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The Giza bedsheets are marked down as low as $29.99. And believe me when I say you'll get a great night's sleep in these. Their six-piece towel set is made with USA cotton, comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Typically retails at $89.98, now just $39.98 with promo code. 
code WORD. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bedsheets. Bachman's Roofing and Solar is your local award-winning roofer. Stop waiting. It's time to inspect your roof and protect your home's number one asset. With no interest and no payment financing for 12 months, Bachman's Roofing is your easy choice for roofing, gutters, and solar. Did you know Bachman's Roofing is one of the number one GAF solar integrated roofing installers in the USA? Go with Bachman's. Go with solar and install the roof that pays for itself. Call 412-744-8390 or visit bachmansroofing.com. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hill seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Get smarter every day at ozzy.com. Try a new news site that tells you about the most interesting people, places, and ideas. Discover the next Obama, or maybe the next LeBron James. Try OZY.com right now. Ozzy, it's like a latte for your mind. Get some. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into your retirement blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. There is a story about an apartment in Paris that has been abandoned for 70-plus years. And um, theories abound as to why the apartment has sat empty for 70, or sat unused for 70 years. But uh, an auction house was finally given access to this apartment. And um, it remained in one family's ownership for many, many years. Uh, apparently, the owners the of this apartment fled during uh, the end of World War II. Mm. And um, the couple left the apartment, relocated to the south of France for unknown reasons, yet they remained the owners of the property until they passed away in 2010. So very few people were aware of the apartment. No one knew whether anything had been left behind. So it was agreed that a team of experts would investigate the apartment. And once the team of uh, people was comprised, led by an auction company, they headed to the apartment. Their joy was to evaluate the apartment and all of the assets, if any, which remained inside. And there they were to create an inventory, each item which prevailed in the Parisian time capsule, and if possible, develop a a valuation of them all. The team had no idea as to what they would find in the apartment, and they were unsure as to whether anything or not had been left behind when the couple fled. Once inside the apartment, the team was astonished to discover the apartment to be almost in full working order. 
Each room was still immaculately decorated, equipped with furniture and items, which would have made it a home. Every item in the property was covered in a thick layer of dust, but everything remained untouched and just as it would have appeared 70 years earlier. The team reported that it felt like they were stepping back in time, almost as if they were in an alternate universe. They identified critical features of the Bella Apique era mm. within Bella the apartment. Bella Pock. Within the apartment, where the homeowners had an evident passion for art mm. and literature, as was the norm during the time. The apartment screamed of sophistication and elegance, with all of its beautiful furnishings and enchanting decor. Decor. It was clear to the team that this was a well-cared-for house in its day and would have been a home to a very house-proud family. So, what did they leave behind? Within the home were a series of luxurious items and furniture, which highlighted the dignified and stylish life of which the family lived. They had to be dignified and stylish if they left, seriously, if they left the apartment, moved to the south of France, and never even thought about it again. Everything within the apartment accumulated this uh, class Uh, belonged with um, a very upper crust family. So here is a photograph. Let me show you this photograph of a dining area. You can see the the walls. Yeah, that's a real throwback. Right. What what do they call it whenever the ceiling is? Coffered. Coffered. I always love that look, don't you? Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. I mean, there it is. There's a gorgeous dining set. They'll they'll show bedrooms in another photograph. There's a lot of uh, gold gilt frames. Mm -hmm. You know the style, right? Brass chandelier. Yep. Yeah, lots of dark wood, big windows, mm-hmm. gold table. Seventy years, covered in dust of just Parisian dust, but still. Is Parisian dust more expensive? Probably. Yeah. A little upper class, mm-hmm. right? Right. The team explained that the apartment had stunning tall windows, which allowed the rooms to be lit up by the delicate natural light. The windows were embraced by thick decorative curtains, which would have served to darken the house during parties so that only the traditional Victorian chandelier illuminated the rooms. Here's a here's a shot of a bedroom. Oh, my gosh. Boy, this is so. Yeah. Th- where are you? Re- this is on uh, playjunkie.com, which seems like a website we shouldn't recommend. I don't know. But that's where we are reading the story. Um but boy, the photographs of this apartment are absolutely incredible. I mean, this is like this is high like Louis sixteen fashion mm-hmm. here yeah. in this uh it's just a different time, right? Wow. There's no Wi Fi wow. in that apartment. There's no you know, wow. PlayStation or anything. I mean, just like everything in that style, it's over the it's over the top, but wow It's not it's, my style. No, of course. But you can not see why people would oh, love that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm telling the, the French just do things beautifully. Even if you don't like it, you have to come away from it saying it's still beautiful. Well, it's interesting when you it's travel still beautiful. and you see people just like regular wow. people, their style, their way of dress is superior it to is. ours in every way. And don't you think their way of eating is superior yeah, to ours course, too? Yeah, yeah. You I were, guess. You, what did you think of Paris? Uh, it's gorgeous. Lovely. Of course. I've been there twice. Lovely, lovely, Look lovely. Look at how you say I've been there twice. Well, Gary, no. have you been to Paris? Kentucky. All right. Paris, Kentucky. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's no, that's good. Close, I hear right? I hear a lot of good things about Paris, Kentucky. <laughs> I've always wanted to go there. From, wouldn't it be nice to go to Paris? Can't we go to look at look at right. that? Lovely. Just Isn't fabulous. that beautiful? It's incredible, right? Holy cow. Okay, from the sublime to the not sublime. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard about the Listeria outbreak? Uh, 
What is this? Okay, so something now I have to be concerned about. Yeah, this is the food poisoning outbreak outbreak oh. involving meat and cheese <laughs> in six states. Now Pennsylvania is not mentioned okay. yet, but all the states around New York, Maryland, Massachusetts, what? Illinois, New Jersey, a, and California. Do I have to get a shot? You do, you do not have to get a shot. Um, but uh, I'm sorry to tell you that a Maryland resident died, and 16 people have been sickened um, in these states so far. How does and this? How does this happen? Many who were sickened reported eating deli meats and cheeses. Oh, now I'm getting a salami shot. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. So the true number of sick people, they said, in the outbreak is likely higher than the number reported, and the outbreak might not may not be limited to the states with known illnesses. Listeria, John. Thank you for asking. Is a hearty germ. <laughs> hearty. That can be hard to get rid of, making it difficult to isolate a single food as a source of an outbreak, especially at deli counters where it can live a long time on the cases, on the equipment, all that sort of thing. Listeria can live in your refrigerator. What? Yeah. It's a, it's a real no. shame, and if you get it, you you'll have fever, fever, muscle aches, nausea, all that sort of thing. So what? Now you're saying don't go to the deli. I, well, you shouldn't go to the deli. Well, I, I'm that's not, baloney. Th- Come on. Th- that's funny how you said that. Uh, don't eat meats and cheeses from deli counters unless it's reheated to 165 <laughs> degrees. Wait, I, I love. Just, don't you love hot salami? Just, no, I guess people like do <laughs> hot bologna. <laughs> a hot bologna sandwich. That's from right? the AP. I want you. So to now know. you have to like worry about I your sharp like, cheddar cheese. I felt like I needed to bring it up. Oh, I'm just trying man. to, you know. It's always something. It's always something. Sorry. I was much happier in the uh, old Parisian apartment with a thick layer of dust. Me too. I'd have a bologna sandwich in there and feel me fine too. about it. I can go the rest of my life without deli meat. It's not all that important to uh, me. No, it's, I, mean, I like it. Don't you? I like it's having okay. a deli. You like, like a ham and cheese sandwich? I'd much rather have tuna salad. No, I, I like a ham and cheese sandwich. Would you rather have tuna salad? Sometimes. I just want to mix it up a little bit, right? But I don't want to get listeria or another the shot. Ride home with John and Kathy. A production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.